Hey guys, before we start today's show, don't forget, Gamer Daily News has a YouTube channel. We're dropping videos every single day. We've got a fantastic format, youtube.com forward slash Gamer Daily News, or you can just search Gamer Daily News in the YouTube search bar. Come find us there. It's fantastic videos dropping daily. Now to the show. Today is Tuesday, December 10th, 2019. Major League Baseball, the show, MLB, the show. It's coming. It's coming to the Xbox and Nintendo. And Final Fantasy VII Remake is a timed exclusive. All this and more on today's edition of the Gamer Daily News Podcast. All the biggest gaming news stories delivered in less than 10 minutes. I'm very happy you're here. My name is X1. Let's do this. in a news story over at Games Radar, and this is huge. I've been complaining about it for a while. The Xbox leans a baseball game. Sony owns Major League Baseball. The licensing rights, the whole shot. Well, guess what? Sony's MLB The Show is coming to other platforms. Nintendo and Microsoft consoles are obviously the top candidates. It's it's coming there. It's clear. MLB The Show will go multi-platform for the first year ever. As early as 2021, announced Major League Baseball. The Major League Baseball Players Association and Sony Interactive Entertainment. The announcement of the expansion has already already been publicly acknowledged by the official Xbox and Nintendo of America Twitter accounts, as well as Xbox boss Phil Spencer himself. Many Microsoft and Nintendo consoles are likely destinations for MLB The Show. Given Project Scarlet's holiday 2020 release window, the most likely scenario or scenario, however you say it, is for MLB The Show to make its multi-platform debut on next-gen hardware. However, without a peep from Nintendo about a successor to the Switch, it's hard to imagine a game like MLB The Show being ported to Nintendo's current console lineup. Still, Sony and Nintendo have until at least 2021 to work out these sort of details. I actually disagree with that statement from Games Radar. When you look, I mean, Witcher. Witcher is on Nintendo Switch. I think MLB Baseball could, MLB The Show could go on Nintendo Switch as well. It'd just be, you just have uh, different texture renderings, right? Like, anyways, uh, it's a historic announcement ending Sony's 20-year run developing officially licensed MLB games exclusively for PlayStation. It's yet to be revealed whether Sony Interactive Entertainment themselves will develop games for other consoles, but it'll be an even bigger bombshell should that be the case. I think I think that's going to be inevitable when you look at Microsoft. Microsoft has Minecraft that goes everywhere, right? Microsoft has Ori and the Blind Forest that they ported over to the Nintendo Switch. I think that that is just the reality. If you want to make more money, that's what you have to do. And I think that we're getting to a state in gaming, especially with these next generation in consoles where you're going to want to be available in as many places as you can. And it just benefits us, the gamers. Boom, I'm excited. Major League Baseball. Here we come. In another news story at Games Radar, Final Fantasy VII Remake box art. It's been updated and it confirms that there's a uh, one year of PlayStation 4 timed exclusivity. That's right. Updated box art for the Final Fantasy VII Remake has surfaced, which confirms it will be a timed exclusive on PS4 until March 3rd, 2021. Back when the first official box art was revealed for North America, it didn't have any indication about exclusivity. With the updated disclaimer in the bottom right corner of the box, we now have concrete evidence that it will, in fact, be a timed exclusive. Rumors did begin circulating earlier this year that it would be making its way to the Xbox One after some confusion was caused by the Xbox Germany Facebook account after it posted a video suggesting as much. A Square Enix representative responded by saying that the remake would be coming to PS4 on March 3rd, 2020 with, quote, no plans for other platforms. 
Of course, this didn't outright put to rest the idea that it wouldn't ever come to other platforms, just that it wouldn't at launch. Since we now know it will be a timed exclusive, the possibility of the remake landing on PC seems quite likely as well, and we could even see it make its way to Xbox One someday. Final Fantasy VII Remake is set to be... Uh, released in episodic format with the first part releasing on March 3rd, 2020. We already know part two is in development, but we don't know yet when it will be released. Given the scope of the game, uh, it'll be sometime before we reach the conclusion. So it makes sense that the period of time exclusivity is set to last for a year. I actually don't think this is a huge deal because with next generation consoles being announced, uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake is kind of gonna come in under the, under like, under the radar, so to speak, right? And then in next gen, that's where everybody's going to be having this remake on the PlayStation Five, I think. And uh, after the timed exclusive is up on whatever the the new Xbox is named, PC, wherever it comes to. But regardless, way to go, PlayStation! And here comes a timed uh, exclusive. Timed exclusive, another one. But it's good. It's good that's going everywhere. And in our last news story of the day, this one's coming at us from Eurogamer. Oculus Quest getting hand tracking early, and it is now due this week. That's right. Oculus Quest's previously announced controller-free hand tracking will arrive a little sooner than expected. It's now due to release later this week rather than the start of next year. That's a giant push-up. First unveiled back in September, Oculus Quest's native hand and finger tracking enables users to directly manipulate objects in a 3D environment with their hands without the need for a controller. It works using the Quest built-in monochrome cameras, no external sensors are required, and has the potential to be a massive advancement for VR. However, expectations should be in kept in check for the feature's rather limited debut. When this week's Quest V12 software update, update arrives, it'll be possible to use the hand tracking to navigate and interact with Quest's home interfaces, sorry, such as library and store, plus a selection of first-party apps, including the Oculus browser and the Oculus TV. Quote, you can even set your floor height for a stationary guardian boundary using your hands, explains Facebook in its announcements post. There is no controller necessary. New features, functionality, and improvements are promised as development continues into 2020. Additionally, the Quest's new SDK will begin rolling out next week, giving developers and creators the tools needed to implement controller-free hand tracking in their apps. Very cool. Spaces, space, projections, no, progress. That's the word I'm looking for. Progress is being made over in VR, and it's very exciting. And that does us for today, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in. What a big news day. I am very excited. I'm very happy for all of the big news that's dropping. So much news, so much glorious goodness. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for tuning in. I love doing this. If you haven't yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe to us there. And I'll be back first thing tomorrow morning.